Hey, welcome to Motivation Central Station. I'm on a topic today that everybody seems to get excited about, uh, and it is Carol Baskin from the Tiger King documentary. I did an episode on her mental health diagnosis, oh, about six weeks ago or so, and it got a lot of attention that I thought I would, you know, visit it again. And so I do work as a therapist, and this is not an official mental health diagnosis, I, I, but I, there are some generalities that we can um, pull from her life history. And when we work in therapy, we learn more and more about the client as time goes on. People first come into therapy, they're pretty guarded. They may give you, a lot of times they may be forced by the legal system. And so you may have some information. I worked in drug and alcohol counseling, so I worked with the court system in our city. And so they were forced, mandated to come see you. So we already had a big chunk of information that somebody might not disclose to you, especially on a first meeting. Like I was wasted and I crashed my car and I stole the car or whatever. We we had a lot of information. So, you know, we had a pretty deep secret usually uh, when they walked in the door, which definitely would you know, help things come out a little bit more if this person already knows this uh, off-the-chain bad behavior, then, um, you know, it's easier to tell us other things and open up about them. Um, So I'm looking at Carol Baskin again because, you know, I, I did come across more information and her case right now in the court system you know, at least in the, you know, the, the internet world, the social media world, it's not going away right now. And when there's a lot of smoke, people want to keep digging and finding more smoke and, and hopefully find an ember and find a fire. And, you know, because the unusual circumstances that her husband just disappeared off the face of the earth... There is a will that said, "I, if I disappear, uh, it was written by her, her husband at the time, uh, Don Lewis, who um, all the experts, not all, you know, you get in trouble when you use the word all, but the majority of experts that create wills and work in that environment say that is the most unusual line and usually... They'll say, I've never seen that on a will before. If I disappear, like who thinks that way, right? And so, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, smoke around Carol and these documents, they seem to have been forged. She's had some notary uh, Republican stamps uh, come to her house. They were mailed to her house and she was able to use these. And, you know, when we look back at Carol's trauma, when she was 14, it's documented that she was sexually abused. She was raped and uh, not only raped, but it's reported that it was multiple people at the same time. And so 
Uh, that is really a helpless situation. That is definitely a post-traumatic stress situation. That is something that uh, you're never going to get over in a lifetime. And so a lot of therapy and a lot of stuff goes in that. But the issues that come out of situations like that is lack of control. It can damage the front part of your brain where you make your decisions. You'll find that a lot of people were drug and alcohol were traumatized in some shape or form. And I do work with people that have PTSD. And so uh, it really messes with impulse control. So I've had this uh, damage to my brain. Um, I'm not gonna make uh, the clearest judgments to the norm, you know, I'm, when I'm talking the norm, I'm talking about the general population. And so um, somebody that's not damaged, they're going to, you know, be able to see um, high risk situations. And they're going to say, I'm not going to do that right now. Uh, even if there's a chance to... Um, you know, when people are traumatized sexually, uh, often they, you know, a lot of people that work in the sex trade, they have been traumatized and, you know, they'll see the quick money that could be made. And so um, they won't think too much about the other consequences. They'll just say this chunk of money um will change my situation here in the next hour. They don't have that ability to see down the road uh, as much. And when you look at Carol's past uh, life, you can see this impulse control um, playing out. So it's reported that she had a daughter in 1980, and she claims um, that she was not in love at that time with this person, yet she had the child. And then um, when she was in a fight with this gentleman, she happened to go out on the street, uh, which is super high risk behavior. And she was walking down the street barefooted, uh, which, you know, that could be another uh, clue. And I guess I, will say it that you know a lot of people that have been traumatized are more apt to work in the sex trade and to hop into an old man's truck and uh, drive off with him and get married <laughs> it's like uh really um makes me think of that world and i've worked with people that have been in that world and it really um, reflects more of, you know, that type of behavior in uh, women and uh, and also men that I've uh, come across that have been sexually abused. Um, so I want to talk about uh, the Big Cat Rescue and people that have these uh, situations too where they're... Uh, they feel paralyzed, um, such as this rape, lack of control. So what they try to do is overcompensate by trying to control everything. 
So when we look at uh, the big cat rescue, oh, this is an interesting point too. So I found out that when she was homeless and living in the car, another high-risk behavior, um, she had a cat. And, you know, I see this with people that are super traumatized, the cat lady, is that, um, you know, they're very loving. It's a one-way relationship for the most part. Somebody you can talk to. Uh, the animal is listening. And gives some affection back. And there's no relationship other than that. And, uh, you know, so I can see where this uh, love of cats came from and why it's comforting and soothing to her. And I do think that pets can really help people come out of trauma. And so, um, and I know she's not fixed, right? When people go through traumas, um, even if you're not in therapy, even if you're not working on it, I think there's a natural process of the brain a natural process of you trying to uh, cope and get your system back. And, uh, and that's why controlling things tend to give you this peace of mind that uh, you're in control. Um, so um, I also want to talk about, um, you know, a lot of our business dealings and control. And when we get into these paperwork issues we're talking about now with this will and how the will might have been uh, manipulated and uh, that would be another way of her controlling things and you know she she demonstrated that she can disconnect from people when she had that um, child and she said she wasn't in love with the father of that child and she was able to just walk out of the house, walk out into the street, get picked up by a stranger in a pickup truck, and go live with him. Um, that's uh, total detachment within, you know, I'm going to leave this whole life that quickly and, and uh, move on. She also was, this is kind of interesting too, as I learned that, she was brought up in uh, on a military base, and you, you talk about control and things. So you're living in this environment where your father has to follow all these regiment things throughout the day. Everything's timed out for you. Everything's planned. And so that gives you a real peace of mind when you're growing up. Hey, I know where my food's coming from. We have this house to live in this base, my father leaves for uh, his work by uh, you know 6:30 in the morning. He's back at 3:30 on a dime. Uh, we have a fairly good income. We know uh, w- what tomorrow is going to bring. Yesterday brought the same thing. Today brought the same thing with all these consistencies of systems in place for my life, and then all of a sudden. Uh, you know, I have this traumatic, and it's a, uh, and I, you know, feel sorry for anybody that had to go through that experience for sure. It would just be absolutely horrible and, and just mess with your head. But these are, um, 
things to look at when people are um, not functioning in that norm of the pack, right? They're outliers. They're on the outside, and uh, that's where these things come from. So, um, you know, she also was sleeping in her car. That's very high-risk behavior. Um, I understand she was sleeping under cars. Um, I don't know how true that is, but, you know, that's just, uh, again, lack of control. And so um, we'll see where this case goes. I am going to dig in a little deep because I just found this information about some of these things in her past I wasn't aware of. And so that would play into a mental health diagnosis. And so I'll keep digging. And um, I did see one or two things um, that I wanted to explore a little bit more. And so we'll definitely revisit Carol. I promise you soon. And uh, if you're working on those goals, uh, you know this program is about empowering your life, trying to move on and uh, stay positive and helping other people. And uh, again, so if you like these types of podcast please hit subscribe Uh, check out my youtube channel motivation central station uh, empowerment by grandpa jim Uh, i have a movie on amazon called laugh addict toxic drug or best medicine you want to put a face with a voice and hey thanks for hanging out with me today Uh, have a wonderful day and we'll revisit carol again Um, like i said i found some more information um, but i thought this was enough to give you a podcast right now and we'll get another one going uh, soon here. So have a wonderful day and love you all.